welcome back. It has been a hot minute since I have recorded. I have deeply appreciated all of the messages that you guys have been sending in. I've been getting so many messages from y'all saying that you miss me and that really does mean a lot to me. I missed you all too. Um, I am in my new home. This is the first podcast I'm recording in my new home and some things are unpacked, but most things are not. I am in a sea of a ton of boxes uh, and random belongings everywhere. Haven't sorted out furniture or anything really yet. So I'm just kind of like sitting in the corner of this room, uh, decided to podcast because I did want to record something before I head out again. I uh, was in Paris and then the Bay Area, uh, some travel, some weddings, seeing family, things like that. And then pretty much as soon as I got home, it was time to move. So I've been really busy with the move. Uh, and I'm here for a couple of days. We've really just been honestly spending all of our time unpacking boxes. And uh, then I'm leaving in a day uh, to head out to Florida for the retreat, which I'm super pumped about. Uh, I'll be there for a while. And then when I come back, I'm heading out to another retreat that I'm attending. So there's just a lot of travel. I uh, don't usually bop around this much, this close together. It kind of all just hit me at the same time. And I know that was all sort of divine timing. There was a reason why I'm supposed to be bopping around a lot right now. And it is definitely helping me see things differently and helping as I'm in my own transformation. So I'm getting a lot out of it. But yeah, it's definitely getting me out of my routine, which is a helpful thing. Uh, you know, often when we need perspective or when new information, insights, parts of ourselves want to drop in, getting out of routine and being in a totally different space is a really great way to do it. So I have a lot that I've been thinking about. I have a lot to update you on. I have a lot to share. Uh, so much happened in Paris and I and I feel like I want to do a podcast about that specifically, but I wanted to record a show before I left about moving because I'm kind of just like, you know, in the thick of it and it's been all that's been on my mind the last week and I had done a Q&A box on Instagram and pretty much every question that came in, like 95% of the questions were about moving and some of you asked if I would do a show about it. So I thought I would just do a show all about all about the move and things that I've learned in my experience and, you know, moving being a really powerful portal into a new phase in life. I have been traveling a lot in the last few months. I've been on the move a lot and I don't know about you, but I feel like one of the difficult parts of eating a whole foods based diet, I don't think it's difficult in general, but when you're on the move a lot and when you're traveling a lot, the snack situation can be a little bit difficult. Especially when you prioritize protein, which is really what I like to prioritize the most for satiety and because it's super important to be getting enough protein in when you are moving through the ascension process. And so my favorite things to always have in my bags, in my purses, 
they're literally in every bag I own, are the Paleo Valley Superfood Bars and their turkey sticks and beef sticks. The turkey sticks and beef sticks are just a no-brainer for some really clean, easy protein. They're made from pasture-raised turkey and 100% grass-fed beef. So those are just great to carry in your bag all the time, to have on hand, and even just when I'm not traveling, if I just need a little extra protein, like if I run out of whatever I have, I just love having these on hand. I eat one most days. And then if I want something like a little bit sweeter that's still really clean, I love the superfood bars from Paleo Valley. I have tried every bar under the sun and I'm super picky because a lot of them really disrupt your gut. A lot of them have so much sugar and crap in them. Even the quote unquote healthy ones will have a ton of sugar and like weird added ingredients. I love these because first of all, I love the way they taste, but also they all have eight or more organic nutrient dense superfoods inside plus grass fed bone broth protein. I really focus on collagen in my diet, so that 100% grass-fed bone broth protein in the bars is A+. These bars are free of gluten, grain, soy, added sugar. There are no natural flavors or preservatives. These are actually nutrient-dense bars, which I feel like is really rare when it comes to packaged snacks, especially bars. Superfood bars contain ingredients like blueberries, spirulina, acerola cherry, turmeric, spinach, broccoli, kale, pumpkin seeds, but you can't taste any of that. So my favorite bar flavors are the red velvet cake and the lemon meringue. These are like dessert to me. I'm obsessed. I have one of those, either one of those every single day. They don't disrupt my gut. They make me feel satiated. I love knowing that I'm putting something nutrient dense in my body and they taste delicious. So if you want to get your hands on some of these or any of Paleo Valley's other products, I use literally all of them. Just go to paleovalley.com CTC and you will get 15% off your order. That is different than the code I used to use. So we've updated it. So it's paleovalley.com CTC, P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com CTC. Go to that link. You will see my favorite products right there and you can get 15% off. I find moving to be an opportunity to really step into new versions of ourselves and integrate old pieces of ourselves and do a lot of healing and clearing and activation. There's just so much available to us through portal experiences like a move. It's similar with, I was saying this in the mastermind I'm running, like getting engaged, getting married, having a child. These are really, really powerful portals uh, that all offer different things to us. I mean, I feel like childbirth is the most powerful portal experience that we can have as humans. But, you know, moving is a very physical uh, shift that facilitates a lot of energetic shifts and it really is stepping into a new version of ourselves. And there's a lot that goes into into that. And I feel like this is a really ripe conversation because so many people are being called to different places. I think a lot of people are feeling called to be a bit more mobile in general, even if you're not full out moving. I'm seeing this theme for a lot of people. I am definitely somebody who likes to be grounded, who likes to be rooted. I have a lot of items. Like I I like to have a home base, but it's been made really clear to me through this move (laughs) uh, that it's important that while I have my own home base, I need to be mobile and I need to be traveling a lot more. I used to travel a lot. Like for those of you who have been in this community for a long time. I'm sure you remember like the days when I feel like 
every single week I was going to a different place and I lived my life like that and I loved it and I was visiting different people, going to different places. And then really when COVID hit, I mean, obviously we all kind of just <laughs> stayed put a bit more, which is really more like, you know, I'm a two, four generator, like that two in me loves that hermiting. Uh, and I love traveling and adventure, but I need a solid time alone for sure, for sure. But it's definitely important that, um, yeah, I create more space for travel. That's been made clear to me. And what's happening right now on the planet is people are being called to different locations, whether that is just a, a trip or to move because our frequency is needed in those specific places. And so we can have contracts with the land. We can have contracts with our homes. And sometimes those contracts end. We complete that part of our mission. Sometimes what what we have learned, uh, you know, has contributed to everyone around us, our own vibration. We completed that. It's time to move on. Whatever we've shifted into is needed in another area of the world, of our, our city, our state, our country, whatever it is. And so we will feel pulled these places that need our energy for whatever reason. Uh, we'll also be pulled places where we need to go to meet certain people who are important soul contracts, whether they're soul family or here to teach us or guide us in, in our next phase. So we're, we're being guided places for very important divine reasons. And it's really important to listen to that. Also with all of the things that are happening with the land, um, different natural disasters, uh, different things that are happening with the GOV, uh, just trust wherever you are being called. Um, there is a massive rearranging on the planet right now. I was talking about this in the membership in Ascension School. We were chatting about uh, for the September energy update, which I'm not doing one this month, sorry, <laughs> uh, on the podcast, but <clears throat> In, in the transmission call in the membership, you can, that, that whole call is a September energy update. And I also do every month energy updates for every single Zodiac sign. So if you want all the energy updates, go into Ascension school. I'll yeah. So FYI, um, what's happening is that what the guys are saying is like that the grid has been updated and there's new vibrational codes all over the grid, all over the earth plane. And that means new contracts are starting up. That means resonance is changing on a big, on a big level in a big way. And so you might wake up one day and be like, I'm just not supposed to be here anymore. And remember that a soul contract, uh, the way that you know, it's over, it could be a number of things. And sometimes it's just a feeling. It's just a knowing like this feels complete. This feels done. Uh, this is over. Sometimes you might notice that things just stop working for you, like everything is going wrong, it's feeling really hard, it feels like you, you're getting pushed out of a place, you're being ejected from a place. On the other hand, it could be that you're being really intensely called somewhere else. You keep hearing about a certain place, you get invited there for some reason, your friends are moving there, like there will be consistent signs and synchronicities in the other location, you're going to feel pulled there, right? So whether that is an actual move with where you're living, which a lot of people are being pushed to move in a different place, or it's just a traveling piece, right? And when you're traveling, it's usually more like whether you're activating the land or the land has information to activate you with uh, or bits of your soul want to be 
reactivated in terms of remembrance, right? So going places like for me, going to Paris, there was just a lot of past life memory turned on. I need to go to that land, to that place to uh, remember that as well as do a lot of healing there. So I needed to do a lot of grid work there. Um, you know, we can be pulled those places for, for those reasons. But what I'll say is, I especially in the relationship department, this is why a lot of people are being called to move because the contracts are up with a lot of relationships in their lives, whether that is romantic partnership or whether that is friendships. Um, a lot of people, it's just completed. And so it's time for people to move, meet new people, uh, and get new experiences and new lessons because the energy has felt like a lot of, it's felt like a lot of hamster wheel energy, like just same thing again and again. Uh, and that's just not going to fly anymore, right? It's like, hey, you already learned this lesson. There's nothing new for you here. We're on to the next, especially if you're here, if you are on the spiritual path, if you have set the intention to live as your highest self, like you're needed in different places. Uh, and what I'll say is I know that my move has triggered a lot in a lot of people, whether they know me or not. Uh, I've had a lot of support, which I'm so grateful for. I know a lot of people, you guys are so excited for me, which means the world to me. Uh, I've also been met with a lot of just random people, right, who have a lot to say. And it's been very fascinating for me just to see what comes up for people as I make this move. Um, and, you know, all of the unsolicited opinions uh, that I'm not asking for on a number of levels, whether it was the decision to sell my house or, you know, the decision to move to a new state, um, things like that. I think a lot came up for people around me selling my house. I think that triggered a lot of people in different ways. But, you know, one of the things to remember that once again, we were talking about in Ascension School is when you're going through a huge upgrade and a huge life shift that can trigger the people around you in a number of ways. Uh, for a number of different reasons and it can trigger a lot of abandonment wounds for people whether or not they're conscious of that people can create stories in their mind about what it means when you move on people can create stories in their mind that that means that they're not good enough or that you're leaving them when it really has nothing to do with them you still love them and care for them but you're doing this for you it can trigger a lot of abandonment stuff for other people um, and sometimes weird behaviors can come from that you know so pushing away getting upset I've seen this from all different types of people, uh, including people I'm not even really close to at all. Actually, mo mostly people I'm not even that close to, but it, it can trigger those abandonment wounds. Uh, it can also mirror for people where they're afraid to move on or, or move forward. It can it can bring up fear for people that you're going to forget about them. They're going to be left behind. It can reflect to them maybe, oh shit, this person is moving on. Uh, they're moving forward. They're doing something that I would never have the guts to do. Maybe people are deep down feeling insecure about being stuck in the same place uh, or where they're at. And you might not even realize how it's mirroring things for them, how it's triggering things in them or why. It's not your responsibility, but just understand that, you know, people can all have all different types of reactions to it. And I think, I mean, I don't think I've ever had a life experience that's personal like this just show me so many things about the people around me uh and all of the interesting things and it's not like bad it's not it's just it's been interesting for me about how much it's bringing up in every direction uh you know one being what people what stories people are making up that it, it means about them that I'm leaving when it has nothing to do with anyone else except me right it's just a choice for myself but also what people 
believe about friendship, which I think is really interesting what people believe about relationships. Um, you know, I, I have primarily had long distance relationships for a long time. Most of my closest friends, not all of them, but a lot of them live far away from me and I'm very used to that. I think a lot of that comes from my career being in the online space and you know, starting in college, I started making all my friends to the internet. And so that's why I was traveling a lot because I would go visit my friends and I'm definitely personally more of a, a quality over quantity time kind of person. Uh, I, I've said this a million times. I'm just not the kind of friend with anybody that I talked. I don't talk to anybody like all the time, every day. I'm not the kind of person. I like a lot of alone time. I know other people are different. Uh, so long distance relationships don't really make a difference to me because I see people about the same amount. Uh, I'm also going to need to go back to San Diego regularly for different things. Uh, so I, I, for me, it doesn't really seem like that much is going to change. Although I know a lot of really the energy is going to change. And I know for me, like, I am interested in and seeing how just my energy leaving that land is shifting that land and shifting the people that live there, whether or not they know me, you know? So a lot has certainly come up and I just share that as a reminder for people because I know that a lot of people are feeling called to make a move, whether that is nearby or far away or whatever it is. And sometimes with these big life decisions, we look for external validation and feedback because we're a little bit nervous. I have certainly been a little bit nervous, even though I'm very intuitive and I'm very confident in my choices. Um, that doesn't come without my moments of, oh my gosh, like, what am I doing? Is this the right decision? And I have to come back to myself and I meditate and I ask the guides and I just, you know, use all my tools to remind myself, no, like, right. But I still have those moments of doubt. And when it can kick up so much stuff for other people, it's really important that we're not depending on that external validation from other people. And we also understand like who we are talking to, right? It's like, you don't go to every friend for advice on every topic <laughs> because you know that some of your friends have some of their own stuff and they might unintentionally project some of it onto you, right? So there have been a lot of projections and I just, you know, made these decisions on my own, in my own energy field. And these are not decisions that I'm, I would ever ask anybody else to make for me so that I am clear and aligned and confident in that. And moving forward so that no matter what anybody else says or whatever they project onto me, like I know what I'm deciding and it's for me, it's not for anybody else. Um, so, and I think that these are big lessons, you know, I think something that people struggle with a lot is making decisions. And I like talking about that because life is just a series of decisions and the decisions that you make create the quality of your life, right? I always say like, if you want an extraordinary, well, so I always say this, everybody says this. I don't know who said this first, right? But as People say, like, if you want an extraordinary life, <laughs> you have to make extraordinary decisions. And in my life, I make a lot of decisions that trigger a lot of people. I always, I always have since I was a kid. I make a lot of bold decisions and make a lot of decisions that don't make logical sense to other people. And that's okay. But those are the decisions that have led me to some of the most incredible experiences. They are the decisions that have led me to so much of my success in, in business, in life, uh, incredible, magical things happening, synchronicities, manifestations, like that has come from me trusting myself, even when 
my ego has doubt, has fear, has other things coming up. It's me trusting myself and and t- making the bold move if I know it's correct in my heart. It's not making a bold move just for the sake of it. Definitely not. It's when I know that it's true for me. And owning that and sticking to it, even when people around me are telling me it's a bad decision or I'm going to regret it. And it's not that I don't ever listen to that. It's I will, I will listen to people, you know, because maybe somebody has some information for me there that I haven't thought of. And, and I've definitely... Uh, been grateful for all of the people that have pushed on these decisions I've been making because you know it's allowed me to take a step back and said okay let me just really look at it from that angle and that either will allow us to make a new choice because we didn't have all the information which is very helpful or it brings us back to okay I went deeper into that perspective and I still am confident and in, in, in what I was originally deciding and so it just allows us to be more and more confident in that so I share this because I know a lot of people are experiencing a lot of projections and pushback from people in their lives because we are waking up and and feeling a completion. We're feeling like I got to get out of here. We're feeling um, all different types of things because contracts are ending very rapidly, just overnight, instantaneously, like it's done, it's complete. You might be itching to get out of a certain situation and everybody wants a justification, right? Like, Everybody wanted and still wants a reason why. Why am I moving and also why am I moving where am I where am I where I am moving? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. And look, I'm an intuitive, right? So when people are talking to me, I'm not just hearing what they're saying, I'm hearing what's underneath what they're saying and lots of people ask me why from a very just curious space like is there something bringing you there and they just want to know genuinely uh they're curious to learn and there are other people that are asking me why like well What's your excuse? What's your reason? I need a logical justification. Uh, and it, I can, you can tell, right? And even in my answer, they're like, like that's not a good enough reason. But it doesn't matter because it's not their choice and it's not their life, right? Uh, and so just noticing where people are pulling on you and they want justification. And it's interesting because as I watch that dynamic and someone is in that pulling energy of like, what's the logical reason? Like there has to be a justified, which is subjective, a justified reason why you're moving where you're moving or whatever you're doing. Um, and I, <laughs> uh, whenever that's happening, you know, I just kind of pull my energy back and watch as they feel themselves in that energy. And then what that brings up in that person about, oh shit, why do I have this control thing of I need a logical externally validated reason for why I do the things in my life you know and I think that's really interesting of just noticing the questions we ask of others and where is that reflecting back to us things about ourselves in terms of how we make decisions in our own lives or what we allow ourselves to do and what we don't of a lot of people feel like they need some type of reason to do the things they want versus just I'm wanting to do this. I'm deciding to do it. And while there are different, I guess, quote unquote reasons, which I'll talk about why I'm moving at the end of the day, because I wanted to at the end of the day, because I wanted to. And that's the only reason I need. And that's the only reason you need too, right? Like I don't owe an explanation to anyone about the things that I'm doing for myself that don't affect anybody else. Right. Uh, And we live in a world where everybody wants you to explain yourself to them. And while there are certain situations and dynamics where I I will say, I think we do owe people an explanation, right? When we're in certain relationships, uh, within career, like there are dynamics where yes, like there is an explanation owed, (laughs) right? But like when it comes to your life and your choices and things that are just about you, 
you actually don't need to explain it, right? And I think a lot of us have been conditioned to over explain and over justify and we don't allow ourselves to feel our real emotions because we feel like they have to be justified. We don't allow ourselves to follow our intuition because we think everything has to be justified. And the whole point of intuition is that it doesn't make sense, is that that it's not justified. I don't have a logical explanation for it. I just know what it is and it's leading me somewhere magical. And so I think what people have to realize is you have to be okay with doing things that won't make sense to other people. And you have to be okay with not explaining yourself if you are going to commit to living a life where you do trust your intuition. And that is the path from which all incredible things fall into your lap, right? It's like, it's just, you just know, you know what you need to do. And if you wait around for logic, you're going to either miss the boat or you're just never going to experience the magic, you know, cause that's where the magic is. It's not in the things that we plan out. It's not right. What they say, uh, in manifestation master, my first book, they, the monarch being says like, you can't plan for a miracle. If you plan for it, it's on a miracle. So watching the synchronicities there, that's my spiel. So let me backtrack. Where, where do I, what do we want to cover here? <laughs> um, I'm going to be honest. Like, I mean, it's, and I actually think maybe it's a good time for me to be podcasting about this because I feel like I'm just like in the thick of it. Like I, it's, uh, I, I got in a couple nights ago, you know, a couple very long days of packing, moving, and just, we've been slowly unpacking boxes, but I've also had calls. I've had, I've had, you know, stuff for business, client stuff, uh, membership stuff, all that fun stuff, uh, happening too. So I haven't had that much time to unpack anything. So I'm just kind of like in this sea of boxes and I'm really excited to fully unpack and like make it my space. And I'm finding myself in this, this really, interesting space is bringing up a lot for me of like, okay, I'm at a blank slate here. And like, how do I want to create my space? And I'm trying to be really intentional and not just revert back to what I'm used to. And what I mean by that is like where I put certain belongings, what rooms I put things in, um, even like decor, you know, I, I got rid of a good amount, but I also brought a good amount. And, um, you know, how can I make this feel like a new space? I think sometimes when we move, it's really easy to just uh, bring all of our old stuff and the way we set it up, it just feels like you're in a different version of your old house. Like I was just at my friend's house and we were laughing about this. Cause I'm like, I literally feel like I'm in your old house, just in a different location. Cause it's just all of her stuff. Uh, and it's all great, but I'm in a place where like, I just really, really want a fresh start. And, um, my boyfriend and I moved in here together. And so I just really want it to feel like a brand new space. I don't want it to feel like my stuff just got moved here. And then like, we're moving into this house. You know, I want it to feel like ours and different and a different energy and just setting up a very intentional new container about like what we want to activate here and how we want to feel here. And, um, yeah, I'm finding myself like making slower decisions. Like every piece of me just wants to unpack every box, put everything away, get it all set up. So it's like done and it feels like a checklist and it's like, honestly, like triggering shit out of me to have all of this stuff unpacked. But I'm like remembering my intention and, and I'm like, I want to do this correctly and like slowly and give myself space to really think about like, you know, what, what piece do I want here? What piece do I want there? And we might think that this stuff is very like surface level, but you have to understand how much your space and environment really, really affects you. And I think this is like one of the big lessons that my old house really taught me. Like, and I know I talk about this, 
I talked about this, but it's worth always revisiting because I don't think people understand how much like, I mean, remember everything around you has a frequency. And so I have gotten a lot, become a lot more aware of how every single object in my life is, is contributing to my vibration and how it's making, how it's affecting me. You know, the pens you use, like if I'm using like a regular old black Bic pen, it makes me feel a certain way, but like I have this like rainbow pen I use and I pick a a different pen depending on how I want to feel because it does affect my frequency. It's one of the first things you learn, like as an energy healer, right? Like What's the simplest way to support somebody in balancing their chakras? Color. You know, the language of the, of the world is color. Um, I have a lot to say on this. It's a primary way that I I work and move my entire life. I Color is my language. It always has been. I'm really affected by it, but I see everything in color. A lot of times when I'm getting messages, um, you don't see what I'm seeing clairvoyantly, but it's all colors. Uh, and I can put together sentences from colors and you know, when we look at the pieces in our rooms and we look things like feng shui, right? Like all of that, it really does affect like the flow of energy in the home. Um, understanding that like your home is your vessel, you know, and I've really come to understand like the home as a vessel, similar to how my body is a vessel. It was a huge aha for me when I really, really understood what it meant to co-create with my body. And you know, for a long time, because I struggled with chronic illness for so long, like I, I was hearing again and again, like love your body and work with your body. And like, I tried to get it and I thought I did, but it wasn't clicking and it wasn't clicking until I actually saw my body as something separate from me. Um, as, and I'm just explaining what made it click for me. Like, and I remember just like laying there and realizing like, I have my consciousness, like there's my soul essence and my soul essence is like, working with this vessel, but this vessel, my physical body has its own consciousness. And so I would like ask my body the same way I would ask like my kitten, like, what do you want to eat? Realizing that it's like its own thing and I'm working with it and we're working together and we're always going to be co-pilots. And when I started to realize like it has its own thing and it's like its own agenda and I have to like ask it and listen to it, it clicked for me. It's the same thing with the, with the house, right? Like it's not, it's, it's, what do I want? But also what's the energy of the house? And when I'm coming into this home, the same way we come onto land, it's like that land, I'm in a, it's going into somebody's house. And it's like, am I welcome here? Like, Hey, I'm, I'm planning on living here. Like, do you accept me? How can we work together? I was talking about doing a closing ceremony with my house and doing an opening ceremony here, which I've done some things here. I've cleared the house, but I'm waiting to do like an official opening ceremony until more things are unpacked just because that timing feels correct. But you know, the second I I come into this house, it's like, hello, thank you. Like getting to know the home and the energy of the home. This home is, is a masculine energy. Um, my last home was a feminine essence and I talk, you talk to these homes like a person, right? Cause they have their own personality. And sometimes I want to put something in a certain location, but that home doesn't, it doesn't work well there. Right. So there's the whole piece of very intentionally, you know, choosing colors and decor and where am I putting furniture and things like feng shui. I'm not a feng shui expert at all. Um, so those are things that I have to learn about and ask about. Um, thanks for, thankfully my boyfriend's mom is really great at feng shui, (laughs) but it's also about like asking the home, you know, and getting to know the home and not just, you know, it's just very like, you know, just the whole energy of like coming into a space and I'm taking it over and I'm doing what I want with it. Like that does not feel good to anybody. Um, and that's caused a lot of trauma on a lot of lands and 
in a lot of countries, right? And so I think just being a lot more intentional, the same way we do with our food of like, you know, working with the house and like, hey, I'm here to show up for you the same way that you're showing up for me. And our homes are supportive energies. We talk about our relationship with money and you want to learn about your relationship with money. You want to manifest more money. You need to look at your home. Same way you need to look at your relationship with the masculine in general, your relationship with support, same way money is supportive energy. So, so is our home. And it's like, how do I treat my home? What's my relationship with my home? You know, how do I treat my bills? Am I excited about it? Uh, what was my energy like when I have to, you know, make an adjustment to the home? How am I taking care of it? All those little things. Right. Um, and am I really honoring and appreciating the support that's already present for me here? Right. And that's one of the ways that you can activate receiving more supportive energy, which includes money, which includes friendships. But it's like really, really realizing this home is is caring for me. It's supporting me. It's literally a roof over my head. And all of that intention makes makes the world of a difference to really switch into co-creation. But, you know, for me, I realized you know, even in, in choosing the home, we got really specific with what we were manifesting, like really specific. And I have learned that beyond just the standard feng shui things, uh, for me, there are certain things that just for me personally, I know the way that I like rooms mapped out. I know the, the way that certain things affect my energy um, with lighting and mirrors. And it's very individual for me. And I've, I've learned over time And I keep learning how different spaces make me feel very differently and something that makes me feel not very great that I don't like in a space for somebody else can make them feel really, really great. You know, so it's getting to know that individual aspect of yourself. And this is all about manifestation, right? This is all about energy flow. This is all about what makes you feel expansive and what makes you feel safe. You know, even like right now, and I might, I might change it, but I'm playing with it. I'm trying to play with this. Like I like to always put my desk right next to a window and there's a window over there and I had it there before and I came in here to podcast and I was like, I'm just going to try putting my desk in this corner because it's very caves like, uh, in human design, I'm caves. And so it's really helpful when you're caves to have your back to a wall. And I've actually never had my desk with my back to my, to a wall before. And with caves, it's important that you can see every entrance and like you're kind of you know, in the back and then you can see all the ways that people can come in. And I have always had, uh, my door to my back in, in all my office spaces. Uh, yeah, I've never had my, my back up to a wall. So I'm just doing it today. I might move it, but it's, it's good to just try these things on and notice how does this make my body feel? right? Because safety in the body, like safety on a nervous system level is core for manifestation and core for expansion. Like we cannot expand, we cannot grow, we cannot manifest more and receive more if on a very physical 3D level, we're not feeling safe, we're feeling ungrounded, we're feeling we have to watch our backs. Um, And that's where things like noises matter, right? Like I need to live in a quiet space because little noises, some people love background noise and they work really well with that. Um, and that can feel really soothing for them. I am not one of those people. I am somebody where just the littlest noise kind of like sets me off. And so I like to have a really quiet space. I'm particular about noises um, and even just like the flow of the house. Right. And it's important for me, especially living with somebody that like we both feel like we can just be free. I don't like the feeling of, oh, I have to always like accommodate someone like I always have to have headphones in or so we're playing with, OK, how can we set this up so both of us can just feel free to like 
do whatever we want, whenever we want in the home, and it won't negatively affect the other person in terms of noise or schedule and things like that. Uh, so it's a lot of intention there because your, your space is so important, you know, and I'm changing up the color scheme for sure because as I enter into this next phase of my life, the color coding of my vibration is very different. Uh, my aura has changed, things like that. And so new colors are going to be helpful just to activate these, these different energies. So all of these things um, I'm excited about. And it's like I'm excited about it. And I also feel how different it is. And I can literally feel myself growing. And I can feel myself uncomfortable because there's so much new but the uncomfortable piece like I've been here so many times before and it's really good <laughs> it's really good if I was comfortable I wouldn't be growing you know so getting in a new space that alone is super expansive and helpful on a vibrational level and I can just already feel you know I was honestly kind of nervous like leaving my old house there's a lot that came up for me um but the second I got here I felt like I could just relax. And I was like, it felt so right. I feel like everyone talks about how sleep is the most important thing to prioritize, but so many people don't take that seriously. And I'll be honest, for a lot of my life, I didn't take it seriously either. And I think recently I've had an even bigger appreciation for how important my sleep has been just because I've been traveling a lot and things have been happening in my house. And I've had a lot of things disrupting my sleep and getting off schedule it has completely thrown me off for the rest of the day. 70 million Americans have chronic sleep issues and over half of Americans deal with sleep deprivation. We are not functioning at our highest capacity when we are sleep deprived. So one of the things that has seriously been saving me and keeping me grounded has been Ned's new product, Shut Eye Chai. You guys know I have been using Ned products for years. I use all of them. They have the best full spectrum hemp oil, on the market, super clean. Their magnesium products are my go-to. They're so incredible. And it is really hard to find high quality magnesium. And Shut Eye Chai is literally the best of all worlds because it's a super blend latte for sleep. Okay, we know I'm obsessed with lattes. It has adaptogens, aminos, functional mushrooms, and magnesium. Seriously, the best ingredients out there wrapped in a heavenly masala chai inspired spiced body cinnamon, clove, ginger, all that good stuff. It doesn't just set you up for an amazing sleep. It also contains ingredients like chaga, reishi, and ashwagandha, which are so nourishing for the body. Great for balancing out cortisol. And this is amazing for helping to calm your nervous system, nourish your senses, and just send you peacefully off to dreamland. Shut Eye Chai does not contain CBD, caffeine, melatonin, or dairy. It's all natural. It's crafted from the highest grade single origin ingredients, ethically sourced from some of the world's best small-scale farms. Ned is fully transparent. That's one of the things I love the most about them. They share their third-party lab reports, who farms their products, and their extraction process right on their website. Ned's Shut Eye Chai has been really a huge part of my nighttime ritual. Things have been really crazy in my life recently, and it's been the thing that's grounded me in. And so I like to use this time to make my evening latte, which you know, is my life. I love my lattes. I put it in a quartz mug. We're just raising our frequency. And I use this time to fully ground into my body, feel my feet on the floor, set an intention for my sleep. You can ask a question that you want to be answered in your dreams. Just mindfully sip and just like bring myself down, ground in, visualize tree roots coming up from my feet all the way around my waist, grounding me into mother earth. And it's seriously a night and day difference for 
my sleep, and for my nervous system. All of Ned's products, like the Shuddai Chai and the Full Spectrum Hemp Oil, like these are such a big part of me being able to do what I do to create all of this content for you, to run multiple companies, to have just launched a product line, to be writing books. I have to really stay on top of my health and there's a lot of stuff going on that can make my nervous system get dysregulated. So these products really allow me to really show up for everybody in my life and myself and are really the game changer when it comes to my sleep. So if you want to discover how Shaddai Chai can revolutionize your sleep and get 15% off, use the code Christina. Go to helloned.com slash Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, or enter code Christina at checkout. That's helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash Christina to get 15% off. Sweet dreams. So let me just tell you kind of big picture how this happened. Um, I don't even know where to begin. I'm going to be honest. Like I, so first of all, when I, I moved into my old house, I bought that house when I was 25 years old. It was the first house I ever bought. And that I completely manifested. It happened really quickly. I'm sure I've told that story a million times that house. Like I just, I had a vision in my head of exactly what I wanted and I could see it in my mind's eye. And I wasn't planning on buying a house and it kind of just like came through. Like my, my partner at the time brought it up to me that maybe I should look into buying a house because I wanted to move. I outgrow spaces really quickly. And I had moved like, I think like five or six times in like two or two or three years. It was a lot. Cause I just kept outgrowing the space and things kept happening to push me around, which for only a portion of that, what was I aware of the energetic pieces, <laughs> the energetic components. And I tend to need a lot more space than I think I do for that growth and for that expansion. Um, and anyway, it wasn't even on my radar to buy a house. It kind of came into my field. I rejected it at first and then I got the intuitive guidance and I was like, okay, I'll do it. And then I manifested this house it popped like not this house that house it popped up randomly like I had actually already put an offer in on another on another house and it just popped up like a Zillow page just popped up and it was the house I had just been listed and I called my realtor and I'm like this is my house and when I went in I literally saw a picture of my spirit guides uh, I was the first person to, I immediately put an offer in. I was the first person to see it they immediately accepted it which makes no sense um Anyway, the whole thing was super divine, di divinely orchestrated. There are so many other synchronicities that happened so quickly. So yeah, so I, I got into that house and um, yeah, it was everything I, I wanted and beautiful space, great location. Yeah, everything I wanted and I felt amazing. And there was always this piece of me and like there wasn't a logical reason for it, but there was always a piece of me that like, I mean, I just knew it wasn't going to be my house forever. It was a large house. Um, I mean, it wasn't like a mansion. It was, I mean, it was a four bedroom, three bath house, um, two and a half bath. I'm like counting in my head, <laughs> two and a half bath. It's a good size house. You know, a family of five lived there before me. Um, <laughs> And, but there was a piece of me that like, I immediately, like I always, I loved it. And I knew like, this isn't going to be my house forever. Like I, I'm going to have to move into a bigger house eventually. Uh, I just kind of like knew that. And I never fully grounded into it. Like in many ways, what I, I learned so many things from that home, including like buying that house felt so stabilizing to my nervous system. Um, and I didn't realize how much renting kind of didn't make me feel that way. Like it was something just really, 
good for this feeling of safety and security about owning that property and owning that land and owning a home and it it felt really like a home you know to me and that that helped me a lot and in in some ways I, I energetically could ground in a lot and um just let myself rest and relax but in other ways like I I never fully grounded in in the sense of I mean I had two full rooms I never decorated I had like completely empty rooms and I just even when there were things I wanted to update or things I wanted to do I was like eh, I'm just not gonna do it because I'm gonna leave here you know it was like one of those things even though I didn't know when um and so I lived there for three years and I think like in the last year, I started to kind of get this itch of I wanted a bigger house. <laughs> uh, and I found I really because I was like, I would love to have a separate room for a podcast studio. I just started to feel like I wanted more space everywhere. And, um, you know, clients would come into my house and I really wanted to have an extra. I wanted to have one room be like just my energy healing room office. So I didn't have to keep setting things up, whatever. Doesn't really matter. But I also just like intuitively felt like it was time to move on. Like it had gotten stale. Uh, there was nothing more for me there. Like I just needed something different. And uh, maybe that's quite right energy, right? And I found myself just like going to open houses, like just like, kind of stumbling in. And uh, like if I saw one, I would just walk in and I would just start to notice things I liked and things I didn't. I wasn't seriously looking. Um. And then kind of just a series of events started happening in this house where I just felt like I was, it was just like not working. Like um, things kept like breaking. And so I kept having to do, I kept having to do renovations, which is, it's just part of having, owning a home. But these were like, just like more annoying, frustrating things kind of all happening at once. Um, like just random stuff was happening, like a pipe leaked and uh you know, my laundry machine stopped working and it was like all these things that like, okay, we're having different workers come in and, um, you know, everything got fixed. It's fine. Everything is fixable. I handled all of it, but in the energy of it, like I could, it was like this energy for me of like, I don't want to do this. I don't even want to be here anymore <laughs> versus this is my home and I love it. And like, okay, this, you know, happened cause things always happen with home. Uh, and I got to take care of it cause I'm staying here. It was like this kind of like, ugh, like <laughs> I just want to be done. Uh, and I was feeling all of that. And I started to feel like my nervous system just like couldn't handle the location anymore, even though it's a really nice location, uh, calm area, but it was like a nervous system thing. And it was an intuitive thing. And I started just being able to feel everyone's energy in my entire neighborhood so intensely. I started to feel like California was just like, this veil was over me and I'll get more into that in a second. It was just feeling really constricting. <laughs> uh, it wasn't feeling right. Everything was feeling really hard. And then one day, um, I was meditating and Archangel Michael flew in, uh, you know, standing freaking like, I don't know, 14 feet tall. <laughs> as he does. Uh, and I know, you know, I know when they're coming in to deliver like that, an important message, like we're not screwing around versus like, we're just chatting. And so Archangel Michael comes in and very like serious. And he goes, you need to move now. You need to move now. Just like very calmly, very strongly, very intensely, like big brother, like, you know, you need to move now. Now is the time now. 
Uh, and the way he, I just knew, right. This is not a, in six months, this is, it's like a now. And whenever I've gotten messages like that in my life of like this change needs to happen now, I don't question it. I don't want to wait around to know why it needs to be right now. And it's not always that something bad is going to happen if you don't, but sometimes it's like, there's something good that happens if you do, right? It's a timing thing. It could be like, Hey, and, and I, and I realized as I went through this whole house sale process, like how the timing was so important, right? It was like the exact week it got sold and the exact week it got, you know, the viewings happen and the exact weeks that we were looking for a place to find this one and like timing matters, right? Like, especially with, with the housing market and, and finding somewhere to, to live, like things go on the market and then they leave in a second, you know? And so it really is a timing thing. And so I listened and as soon as he said that, I was like, okay, got to get out of here. Uh, and started moving pieces, moving into place, um, to, to make that happen. Um, so I pretty much immediately just like set it in motion and, you know, there was a piece of me that was kind of like, there's definitely a piece of me resisting it because I didn't know where I was going to go next. And you know, the housing market is not easy right now. Um, but I know that won't really, doesn't really affect me, but I was just like, okay, I don't know where I'm going next. Um, it, it does feel destabilizing. And so it's one of those things where on a soul level, I'm just, I'm following the guidance one step at a time. And in my mind, the whole time was like, well, what about this? Well, how are we going to do this? And I just was taking it one day at a time. So it was kind of like, okay, I got to sell the house. What are the next steps? And obviously any house sale isn't like this. It's not happening tomorrow. Right. So moving quickly, it still does take a little bit of time. Um, and so, you know, I had started like, uh, we did the open house in July and we closed in August. Um, you know, so it was like 30 days escrow and it's September, it's beginning of September moved in here. I rented, I rented back from the new owners for a little bit. So, I mean, it was really fast. It was a really fast process. Um, but yeah, I pretty much, I mean, I just put things in motion. I knew who I wanted to be my realtor and, uh, it was somebody I hadn't, I hadn't actually met before, uh, but I had heard of him. We have mutual friends and I knew the second I heard his name ever the first time I was like, we have soul contracts. And so reached out to, to him. Um, and I wanted somebody who really understood like the, like the energy piece and the manifestation piece. And was just like, you know, could, could meet me there. Um, so started putting things in motion with him and he, you know, obviously then he's kind of, taking over everything and making it happen for me. Cause I don't, I don't know how to sell a house. Uh, so yeah. And then it was kind of sorting things out on, on my end. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other pieces there. So while things were happening with the sale, I went to, I just knew I needed to like get some space. And all I can say is it just kept consistently feeling like my nervous system couldn't be in that location anymore. Um, I got an astrocartography session, which I've talked about a million times with my friend Kelly Rowland and wanted to go over, you know, the different lines. And I was looking at my old chart and my new chart and really didn't like the information that California, particularly like all of the lines I've ever lived on, San Diego, Los Angeles, the Bay Area, because um, I've always only lived in, in California. Um, it, it's not a great, it's not a great, 
energy, you know? So th there's some energy that definitely is a big block for me there that I've always lived on. And I think that's a big reason why it's kind of felt like all of this, all this dramatic stuff happens, you know, between my health or like business changes. And it's kind of like exhausting. And I just wanted something more mellow and you know, you can listen to my other shows about how important astro cartography is because different land holds different energies for different people. And I wanted to feel a different energy in a different line. Um, and at first when I was hearing all this information, I really didn't like it. I started looking at houses inland in San Diego because what I knew was like, I wanted to be somewhere with less people. And I really wanted something that f I felt like I wanted the mountains. And when I was thinking about like, where do I want to go? Um, I wanted to go to Montana. I've, I've always wanted to live there. I love it there. It's so healing for me. I have really good energy there. Uh, but with the timing, it didn't feel like it just felt too hard. It felt like with how quickly the move was happening, it felt too hard with like flying out there and figuring everything out. And also it felt too hard because it's about to be winter there and I didn't want to move there when it's about to start snowing, like, because it would be my first time living, living, living in snow, not just visiting snow. And I know I'm going to need to be prepared. Uh, so if I move to Montana, I want to do that when I can kind of settle in when it's uh, not snowing, you know, things like that. So I was, it was just the whole time. It was kind of just like, what's the path of least resistance? Like what is flowing? Like, where am I being pulled? Um, I didn't know exactly where I wanted to go. And and I was looking inland in San Diego. And at the time I thought maybe I would buy one place in San Diego and another place uh, somewhere else as like a vacation home because I knew for sure I couldn't be full-time in California. Um, but every house we went to like more inland, I just, it just was feeling like, I don't know, like something, it wasn't feeling right. And every house we went to, it was like, I would like it except one thing. And there was one house or I was like, this would be the house, but it's not because of one little thing. I was obsessed with this house, but I started thinking about my lifestyle and like what I wanted in my lifestyle. And I started thinking about like, this is my moment, a full blank slate. And like, how do I want to feel? And what lifestyle do I really want? You know, like not just what I'm used to or not just like what I thought I wanted because I was always in the parameters of what it's like living in California or in this type of space. But like, what do I need right now? And I realized it was my opportunity to be less tied down. Um, while I loved owning that home, I'll be honest, like it also made me feel a little too rooted. Like it made me feel a little too like grounded. Um, no, not too grounded, like too tied down. And I'm young, you know, I'm 28. And at the same time, what's happening is with, you know, my boyfriend and I are thinking about like where we want to live and both of us do want to end up in California. Like we, we love it. Uh, and I just felt like I was like, I would love to try other States. I have my whole life ahead of me and I really, I don't really want to live in the same state my entire life. Um, I only know California and I just want to try different things on, even if I hate it. Like, I think it's good for me to go other places. And like, I think about my parents and all of the places they've ever lived. And I feel like that's just such valuable experience to try different places, even if you hate it, uh, just to like, know, you know, just, to, just to know. And I, and I know when I'm like 50 years old, I don't want to be like, oh yeah, I've lived in San Diego, like my entire life. Personally, I, I just, I, I want to have other experiences. And I think about, you know, other people I know who bop around different places. And I'm like, that would be 
nice in some ways you know I don't think I could ever fully like nomad I'm definitely not that type of person but I was like I think it would be good for me just to feel different energies try different places and I think there's a big piece of me that just wants that and just and I wanted to get away from everything I knew and honestly everyone I knew and I have an amazing community in San Diego and I love San Diego for so many reasons and I also just felt like and and, you know a, a lot of people in in that I know all decided to move to leave San Diego like pretty much like a lot of people are leaving this month last month the next month like it was really interesting how many people at the same time that I know everybody just decided to kind of get out and I think uh it's just like a a change in chapter you know when you've been friends with the same people for a long time or doing the same things then you move to a different stage of life and it's just time to try something new and like meet new people and things like that um and so I think everybody was just kind of ready for a new adventure I think a lot of us well I know a lot of us felt and I was talking to my girlfriends about this like love you love each other gonna miss you in some ways but also we all need this we all need to just kind of try something new and meet new people and and get some life experience you know we're young and and I think about like I I do want to have kids and that's you know probably gonna happen within the next decade and so I think about okay well what do I want to be doing before then because once I have kids I'm probably not gonna be bopping around a lot um I'm going to want to be more grounded. So I was just thinking about things that I want in my life right now. And I think it's a good time for adventure at the same time. Um, synchronistically enough, uh, my boyfriend, he was renting a house uh, relatively close to me um, in San Diego. And he's he's lived there for like a decade has been there since college and he grew up in Los Angeles. So he's always pretty much been in SoCal and Anyway, he, you know, I was going through this house sale and I was looking at houses inland um, and he wanted to move, but he wasn't going to move right then. But then his landlord uh, decided she was going to sell the house and said he had to be out of the house by um, September, which, what do you know, is the same time I had to be out of my house. (laughs) So we just, you know, it was just kind of like all of these things were falling into place and we're like, okay, then now is a good time to just move in together. And like, where do we want to go together? So I'm kind of just sharing all these things that are running around. Um, We both really want, so we're talking about where do we want to go? We both really wanted to go to the mountains, but we like the, with Montana, it felt like just too much. It was, it felt like not the right time. Like we both really want to live there at some point, but, uh, it just, it felt too difficult. Like it wasn't the right timing and what felt easier were some other places that are closer. So you, like, no, I went to Santa Fe, um, to try that on. And I, I honestly really thought I was going to move to Santa Fe. I have close friends there. I love it. I've had some of my most powerful spiritual activations there. I have great astrocartography there, like really powerful energies. And really for this next phase, it's like my own personal healing and, um, my business, like, to be honest, like my intentions are really like, I want peace. I want quiet. I want time for myself. I actually want to be somewhere where there's not that much going on socially right now. Um, I think I just got really overstimulated with Southern California and all of the events and all of the activities and all the social things. And I love all of it. Uh, and which is why I wasn't saying no, because I did want to do it, but it was just like, it's too much for me. And so I actually just need to remove myself from it so I can have some time. I need some time for me. Um, I need some time where I'm just doing nothing and I'm resting and I need to really focus on myself. Uh, and 
spending more time doing nothing. And I also really want to spend a lot of time really focusing on my, my mission and my work with a capital W. And I feel like I had so many distractions there, like loved it for so many reasons. And I had a lot of distractions there. And I'm really trying to curate a space for myself right now where I don't have distractions and I can really just focus on myself and my nervous system can feel calm and I'm not feeling everybody's energy. Um, and I can really prioritize the things that I need to prioritize for myself and for my mission. So I'm feeling good. So those are things that I, I really wanted. Um, I went to Santa Fe. I had to get out. Of, I kept having to like leave my house just for different things, uh, like updates and the open houses and things like that through the sale. And so my parents um, have a home that they typically rent out uh, in Arizona and it was open and there wasn't anybody there. So I went to stay there. It actually used to be my grandma's old house. And I it, that was in, in Phoenix. Um and I have so many memories there, like my whole life she lived there. And there's just so much inner child healing that I got to do there. I felt my entire body relaxed, my nervous system relaxed. And it was so nice to just be there, specifically in that home, honestly, during that time when I was just going through a lot. While I was there, um, I received a lot of really, really powerful messages, a lot of powerful insight, including that there had been a veil. Look, here's the thing. In San Diego, there's been a lot of stuff going on. Um, there has been so much, so many energetic attacks, so much dark energy trying to get in a lot of what was in LA, like is like was expanding out to San Diego. There was this whole period of the weather got really bad at really weird time. Everybody started getting like depressed. That was all a lot of energy stuff happening. And so I know a lot of grid workers have been working hard on San Diego. I was doing a lot of grid work and land work and energy work on San Diego. It was exhausting. Um, there was just like a lot of stuff happening there. And part of what was happening vibrationally was the guides basically said there was like, the best way I can describe it is like a veil was placed over a lot of people, specifically light workers. And what they had done was sort of, this is not technical, but to, uh, to help you understand what happened, like it was like basically a higher self disconnection. So a lot of people were feeling very disconnected from their higher selves and from their, the voice of their intuition. And it was sort of like, um, yelling at somebody through a window and you can kind of hear it, but it's, it's foggy. And that's kind of like what the implant technology was in San Diego. And it was just like a lot of stuff. And they were kind of like, look, like when I was in Phoenix, I was able to remove that. And I told a few of my friends and everybody was like, oh my God, I felt that. And so, um, reconnect, doing the higher self reconnections and clearing the veils and like that turned on a lot of things and just made things a lot clearer. And with that, it was your contracts up here. <laughs> so my contract was up there. Um, and there's a lot of people being called into San Diego right now, as well as people leaving, like there's a swap out of energies, which is what the land needs to upgrade and to activate and to be protected and healed. And so, um, like there's kind of like a new group of light workers that are being called to move in, uh, so that they can anchor in their frequency there. And with that, some of us who have lived there, it's time for us to leave. Uh, so there's just new activations there. And then there's, Hey, other land is needing my frequency. So then I need, I need to move. So that was all very interesting. Um, so I guess I'm telling you this whole story cause everybody asked for the whole story. 
where would I go next? Okay. So then I re- I realized all this. I can feel in my body how much better I feel out in Arizona. Um, it just felt easy. I had a place to stay if I needed it. And long story short, decided to move to Arizona. Um, <laughs> not Phoenix, but I am in Arizona. And to be honest, I really didn't want to tell anybody I moved to Arizona, but I really want to just keep it a secret. (laughs) I think I'm going to keep my city a secret, Um, but I can't keep it a secret because I'm like, people are going to find out. People know people are already whatever, but I, every piece of me does want to keep it a secret. And I'll just say this. It's like, because I feel like the second anyone knows where I am, everybody I just feel a lot of energy and like my intention of being here and moving is to take some time for myself. Um, so uh, to be honest, every piece of me wants to just not even say what state I moved to, but I'm going to, cause I know people are going to find out anyway. Um, yeah. Anywho. <laughs> so that'll happen. The house sale was going through. Um, Meanwhile, getting ready for a couple of months, you know, there's just a lot going on, like selling the house, uh, moving, uh, business stuff. I'm about to be traveling for a long time, go to Paris, um, and all kinds of stuff happened there. Uh, and while I was in Paris is when the house closed. So I was kind of, you know, handling things and still didn't have a place to live. So my, I had before when I, when I was staying here, I was driving all over, looking at places, couldn't find anything. Um, and my boyfriend and I had made like a very specific list of everything we wanted, what we were manifesting down to a T super specific. We're both, we're both very particular. Uh, and yeah, couldn't find it. So then when I was in Paris, that became his, his job. Um, so I trust him and he was going all over the place, uh, trying to find us a place. And literally the day my house closed, the day my house closed, like maybe three hours later, he found it. Like he found the place. He texted me. He's like, this is it. This has got to be, it It has literally everything we want. Um, it was perfect. It was easy. All of that. So we applied, immediately got it done, super simple, like just easy flowing, great area, everything we wanted, lots of space, the house layout that we wanted, um, you know, huge ceilings, which I like, lots of white, lots of windows, um, lots of land, we have a pool, like solar panels, just like everything we manifested, you know, and so we were both he's a really good manifester and I'm really good manifester. So we put our, our spiritual manifestation abilities together. Uh, and it was really easy and effortless. Well, you know, he did a lot of driving to find it, but it was just with the timing. And I told him, I was like, it was literally like the house, my house sale had to close for this house to open up. Um, cause yeah. So I think we, we got a great place and I, I mean, I didn't even, I mean, I saw videos, but I saw it for the first time when I moved in couple days ago. Um, and I walked in and I was like, Oh, this is amazing. Um, I'm so grateful, so grateful. And, uh, so grateful that he, you know, found this place and yeah, we love it. (laughs) Uh, it's exactly what I need right now. So that's how that happened. Um, 
I guess the next place I'll go is just with the closing out of the old home. You know, after I got back from, I went from Paris to the Bay Area for another wedding and then came home and it was just like really quick. I had a going away party. I had a day of work calls, a day of appointments. Just getting all my, you know, appointments before I leave done. Uh, Those were long days. And then I had a going away party and then it was packing. Right. So, uh, I hired packers and movers and they were amazing. If you're looking for a good company, I used Grizzly moving. They didn't sponsor me. I paid for everything. Um, (laughs) my assistant Jenna found it, uh, and they were just incredible. They were so incredible. I hired them for packing and moving. Um, and yeah, there were just like a lot of long days and then, you know, the whole moving process and I became just really, really emotional, you know, and I, I've never been that emotional moving out of a place, but this is the first house I, I've i sold and I everybody was on my case. Just keep it, just rent it out. You're gonna regret, you're gonna regret release, like you're re- gonna regret selling it. Mostly old people who <laughs> think they understand things. Um, anyway, but I get it, I get it. But you know what, what's, what some people think is a good financial decision from a logistical perspective can be a really bad financial decision from a manifestation perspective. Uh, and you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do, you know? So I totally understand that I could have kept that house and I could have rented it out and it could have made me some money. Uh, and I totally understand that people are really in fear and scarcity. And they think that if I sell this house, I'm going to regret it. I'm going to lose an opportunity. I'm never going to find a house, you know, whatever. And I'm just like, it's so scarcity, but I, deeply looked into that option. I looked into the option from a soul level and it was just not the right option for me. The right option was I needed to end the contract. Um, and I think also because, you know, the, the family that lives there now is supposed to be living there now. They have a contract with it too. Uh, and they were looking for somewhere to buy, not to rent, you know, and everything with this is intentional. Right. And as I think it just, it didn't even feel real because it wasn't like, like the packer. I, Cause I, this is the first time I hired people to pack up my whole house. I probably would have packed it myself if I had more time, but I really was barely home. This has all been really fast. And because I had all my furniture and all my stuff there literally until like almost the day I moved, it didn't feel real. I didn't feel like I was leaving. And then, you know, in one day my whole house is packed up in its boxes and then the next day everything is gone and I'm in an empty house staying in an arrow bed. And I just, I'm going to get emotional now. Like, (laughs) you know, you just can't stop crying because it's like, it's like moving away and saying goodbye to a, like one of your best friends, you know? And like, like, like if you're moving to a new country and you're like, going to miss ya, you know? And so it wasn't like, I was telling my boyfriend like these, it's not, it's sad, but it's also good. It's just, it's just emotions. It's a lot to release. It's a big release. Like this house has been a vessel for me, like with so much healing. And when I moved into that house, I still had mold. Like I was clear. I was healing from mold. I was still like at the tail end of healing some Lyme disease stuff. I still, I had a ton. I still had gut issues. Like I was still at the tail end of my like healing process with my physical body. When I moved into that house, I was still Christina Rice Wellness. (laughs) Um, I, 
I was still that, that brand. I was still that version of myself. It was in that house that I rebranded Christina the channel. It was in that house that I went full into all of my spiritual gifts and made this my career. It was in that house that I healed. It was in that house that I, you know, wrote and published my first book and multiple others. It was in that house that I sold to companies. It was in the house that I started to others. Like that house has just been this, like so much happened there, right? Like big life shifts, like, you know, and, and homes hold these things for us. Like, like we hold the energy of the, of they hold those frequencies and all like every dinner party I've hosted and every new moon ceremony in my house was kind of like, it was that space. Like everybody would come and we'd have a lot of ceremonies and we'd have dinner dinners or we stayed up until 2am talking about deep life subjects. And it was like just that kind of house. And it was, um, just, you know, sad, emotional to leave. And like, it just felt like not real, you know? Uh, and we were all joking, like when all my, like everybody went to Paris, all my friends were there cause we were there for a wedding and we we're all joking like, Oh, it's like our grad trip because half, half of us are moving. Uh, and it's, it felt like graduating from high school and everyone's moving to a different state. Uh, and so you have like your, your Euro grad trip, like you go to Europe. Um, it was just like really funny, you know, and I was saying to my boyfriend, I'm like, you know, I'm not as sad. I'm not sad about leaving San Diego or California. Cause like, I'm going to come back and I can come back, but leaving this house, it's like, there's not that many places you leave where you're like, I'm literally never coming back here. Like another family is going to live here. I'm never going to be like walking through that house again. Uh, you know, it's like if you leave like college or something, you can go back to, you can go back, you can walk those halls if you want, but even leaving home, you know, like when you move out from your parents, it's like, you go back, visit your parents, but I'm like, it's, it really feels like a final thing. It's like, wow, this contract is really up. Um, so anyway, I had a whole closing ceremony just to like really, complete that which the same way when I always say like if you leave a relationship it's really important to have a closing ceremony it's important to clear the cords to clear the energy so you can really freshly move into the next stage um to the next relationship same with careers if you ever leave a job whenever you leave something you want to like close like close the energy loop you want to complete the ties and you need to do that with that house and so I cleared the whole house energetically. I used to high. I cleared every room. I cut all of my cords with the home. I cut the cords homes, the, the house's home cords. I cut the house's cords with me. I cleared all that. I gave myself a big energy healing session. Like I was just doing a deep cleanse of everything with the house. Um, I, a lot of my friends had cords with the house. I had to clear all of those I recalibrated the land. I kind of like, it's almost like doing a system reboot or a system reset. Like if you, uh, have a piece of technology, you know, we just had to reset up like the Wi-Fi and the, the mesh system for the internet. And it was like, okay, reset. Cause we're in a different place. So it's like a system reboot. And so I was just doing that on the entire house to reset it. Um, before I did that, I, I went into the bath, my favorite place, my whole house, my bath. And I did a bath ceremony, a water ceremony. I charged the water, um, set intention with the water to, to clear me of any energy, no longer serving me any energy from the home. Um, I used my different essential oils and different salts to charge that water. Like, I think that bath rituals, well, they're for me, like some of my 
favorite things to do um just for clearing and cleansing and releasing uh and there's you know something about letting that watching that water move down the drain so I did a high um I called in the consciousness of my home and I talked to her and we had a closing conversation um and I asked what she needed and you know she was talking to me about like have that, that home and the land there is a portal of transformation. And she said that people come to that house to heal and activate in deep ways. And, and for me, the contract, it was a transition house. It was meant to really highlight for me, like wounds I needed to heal and things I needed to heal. And it, it was there to help me like see a lot of that deep stuff so that I could upgrade in a big way and then it was just kind of like spit me out into my next uh phase and that it was saying that that home like like that home was saying she holds she holds that kind of energy like it's a it's a portal space to go in and like do your shadow work essentially and that made a lot of sense for me with just things I know um and she was saying like your time's up and she was showing herself as first like a young girl and then moving into a teenager and, and then to a woman and then like an older woman eventually until she was like an elderly woman all all you know wrinkly and gray hair and she was like this is like our life cycle our life cycle together and my life is complete with you you know and it's time for me to kind of be reborn as a child again with this new family and that was really beautiful um my contract with that house was very much to upgrade the land and the frequency, uh, there was some dark energy, I would say, low frequency energy from the family before, and the house didn't like that. Some of the things that um, happened in that house, the house didn't like, it didn't feel good. And so um, I was contracted there to really like kind of recalibrate the grid and specifically with that home, clear it and like get the frequency back. Like it was really healing her, like really healing her. Um, and she was there to highlight to me a lot of uh, my own bullshit I need to see. And it was really like a plutonic, Plut like Pluto, like Pluto, like death and rebirth energy that that house held for me. Um, she reminded me how, she reminded me how important it is to cleanse and take care of your house, uh, do energy work on your house the same way you do your own physical vessel. And she reminded me that when I go into my new house to be really intentional and to make sure that I am taking care of the, this house's energy body the same way I do my own. Um, and she kind of was just prompting me. Like I was journaling and she was prompting me. I was writing down, all, I have all kinds of notes that she had for me. Um, actually, I have it here. I don't want to share everything because some of it's sacred, but... Uh, so she prompted me. She said, what do you want to leave with this house? You can give it to me and I will send it to the earth. And so I wrote a list of all of the things that I wanted to leave behind in the home that I was ready to complete and be done with it, be done with. Um, it was also, I think it was a full moon when I did this. Um, and then she asked what I want to activate. Like, what do I want? What, what can she get? What gifts could she give me as I left that would be fully activated in the house, in this new house that I could charge with this house. And so I made a list of everything that I wanted to activate, you know, and I made a list, um, things I wanted to manifest. And she sent me off with those yummy energies. I made a list of all the things I'm grateful for with the house and just giving her gratitude. We just had a really like beautiful gratitude ceremony. And she, 
I was crying my house was crying and she was telling me all the things she was grateful to me for and it was just like a really beautiful closing you know and so after that when we were both ready I cut all the cords I cleared all of the energy and I reset it and I just you know set good intention and, and positive energy and loving energy toward the family that's moving in and asked her to support them in whatever ways for their highest and best and help them like feel amazing and I just yeah I just kind of charged it with that and wanted to clear myself of everything so it's fully theirs um <laughs> yeah and I cried and I felt complete <laughs> and then the next day packed everything up and it was like you know driving away from the house like just saying a final goodbye and yeah you know so then I drove and I could literally feel myself when I crossed the state line like the energy changed I could feel it changed and I could literally it was like it was like feeling yourself like open a new chapter of your book like that feeling, you know, when you finish a chapter and you open it, it's like chapter eight and you're like, okay, <laughs> it's different now. I'm in, in a different chapter and I could feel it so viscerally palpably. And that's what happens when you set intention and when you're really clear on the energy, like, and I could feel it. And since I've been here, I can literally feel like I'm on my moon line here and I'm like, oh, I can feel it. It's been very emotional just being here and, um, you know, I'm, I was curious how I was going to feel and I feel like so complete with the old house and I feel like this is my home um really quickly and it feels really good and it feels correct and I think I just learned a lot from that house and I just feel like I left a version of myself in that house that I was ready to leave <laughs> um and I came here and resonance changed and a lot of the decisions I had made while I was in that home suddenly I got here and I was like no like I want to do this I want to do that like it was so clear so I think that's pretty much everything I wanted to share I hope that answered all the questions I know that was this was long but I was trying to answer all the questions and you know I think with things like moving um I don't know I think there's a lot of really big powerful portal experiences we go through a lot of big life transitions energy shifts that we go through that we don't give enough time space and energy to we don't really honor like we've really lost this whole art of ritual we've lost um you know honoring and ritualizing and having ceremony for different big life transitions I think that's why a lot of people don't really like even know who they are anymore even the thing about like from becoming you know I use these terms loosely whatever you like resonate with but like girl to woman or like boy to man like th those used to have ceremonies right <laughs> uh to help us know like hey here I am now right and I think a lot of we've lost a lot of these really clear like transitions and that has left a lot of energy open and people are kind of just like in this mushy energy and and not knowing who they are not feeling really grounded and I personally believe that clear openings closings are really really powerful and important for us to really like step into our next phase complete old lessons so we're not continuing to bring old karmic loops with us or old contracts it's like I learned these lessons and that is done and thank you I got it and now on to the next ones so I can continue to evolve as a soul uh and and I think a lot of people are feeling that like stagnancy of like they know on a soul level they're supposed to be evolving but they've been in the same 
loops and cycles and patterns and groups for like years and years and years. And so they're feeling bored and because your soul is like, yeah, we master this on to our next. So, and you don't have to move out of a house to have those ceremonies or have those rituals, right? But there's something to like really honoring you know, I was kind of going on a rant about this the other day in the my mastermind about like something like an engagement or like a marriage. Like this is a really, really powerful potent time. Giving, you know, giving birth, like huge portal, like <laughs> huge transitionary experience. And and I think now thankfully more people are um being supported with understanding like, you know, what that really represents and the whole death and rebirth cycle that a mother goes through in that period. Um but I think for, it's almost like, you know, we go through these really big experiences and everybody acts like it's like, no, it's just a whatever. And we move through it so fast that we don't even appreciate or honor or like squeeze all of the juice out of the lemon. <laughs> and I am very into squeezing all of the juice out of every lemon, <laughs> if you can't tell. <laughs> and I'm squeezing all the juice out of this one. So I'm really excited for this new chapter. Um... I know some of you are asking about the opening ceremony. I'm I haven't done we haven't done it yet, but I like we want to be a little bit more settled. Um, it'll probably be similar. Like I mean, I've already cleared the house. I'm gonna clear the house again. I think we're just gonna like really meet with the consciousness of the house. Uh, you know, ask how we can support it, what it wants from us, get to know the home on an energetic level. We'll pull some cards, set some intentions for being here. I'm sure we'll do like a fire ceremony, uh, sound bowls. I'm sure we'll do. My boyfriend really loves to most to work with like sound frequency. So we'll probably, you know, do some sound bowls and things like that. Um, and, you know, do something to ritualize the, the opening of the space. So, uh, that's kind of like the gist of it. Start doing ceremony. It's my favorite thing. Uh, and it's really powerful. So that is the story of why I moved, how I moved, where I am, what's going on. Uh, and the travels continue. You know, I think I'm, I'm in this transition phase and I thought it was going to be like August and then September, I was going to feel a little more like, okay, we're ready, but I also am going to be in it in September. (laughs) Uh, so I'm still traveling a lot this month and I think October is going to be like, I'm excited, fresh energy. All right. I don't want to go any longer because it's already super long, but I wanted to share that entire story. And hopefully there are things in there that are helpful for you in terms of maybe just like thinking differently about where you live, um, why you make decisions you make, (laughs) how you set intention around the places you're in, how your space affects you, things like that. Uh, And right now, a lot of us are being called to make changes and we have to trust ourselves. Like for most people, an angel is not going to fly into your house and tell you, it's time to go. Well, for many of you, maybe that happened to me, but that, that it only started really consciously happening for me after a long time of just trusting my intuition and being like, I know. Right. Cause that's the thing. Like if I'm waiting for the angel to come in and tell me time to move, it's still, I'm still looking for someone else to tell me versus just trusting what I know to be true. So if I could say anything, it's trust yourself. You can, Don't be afraid of a new chapter. Don't be afraid of a fresh start. Now's the time. Now is the time. All right. So that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let me know if this 
resonated for you or what you pulled from it. Um, I'm excited for all of us. I think there's a lot of new beginnings unfolding, whether they're happening right now or you're having the realizations in September of what needs to unfold. Uh, so it's going to be good for all of us. All right. Thanks again so much for tuning in. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll chat with you again next episode.